Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! 
Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Absalom got caught up in a tree and then stabbed. Yes. Okay. And then they sent some poor Ethiopian guy to go deliver the news to David. And then David was like crying over it. Well, but the reason that they sent some poor Ethiopian guy was because David has a... um, Chopping Propen- off guys' propensity heads toward chopping off people's the deliverer of bad news, and right. so they were like, "Better like, some poor Ethiopian." Right. Yeah. Then, but he didn't get his head chopped off yet. He didn't yet. 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 We don't know for sure that he's not going to get his head to chopped be fair, off. To be fair, to be fair, they only delivered the news that Absalom died, not, not how he died, not the fact that not, he got tangled by his hair, and then we stabbed him a thousand times. Not just stabbed him, but Joab stabbed him. Right. He got revenge for his barley. Yeah. 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 So that happened. Okay. All right. So that was uh, 2 Samuel chapter 18. 18. Mm-hmm. And today we're getting into... 2 Samuel chapter 19. All right. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay. So 2 Samuel chapter 19. Okay. And I have a headline that's not very spoilery, like, in any way whatsoever, so do you want me to read it? Yeah, go for it, I guess. David returns to Jerusalem. So, well, but that is kind of, I mean, well, okay, it's not spoilery because they already beat him. So, like, obviously he's going to return to Jerusalem. I mean, yeah. Like, how is that spoilery? I don't know. He goes home. Maybe maybe somebody took up the mantle for Absalom and then they kept fighting. That could still happen. I haven't read ahead. Right, right. I mean, I just know he goes there. Yeah. I just feel like that's not spoilery. That's just like, in today's geography. Right, right. Okay, so word soon reached Joab that the king was weeping and mourning for Absalom. I wonder if he was pulling out his hair and renting his clothes. Right, yeah. And putting dirt on his face Well, I mean, that's what you do when somebody that you care about dies, right? Although David wasn't doing it the last time when somebody died. He, that one guy was, but not, not David. Which, what are you talking about? What guy? Uh... I don't remember. It was the guy he sent back to Jerusalem because, like, we can't use you, man. You're useless. I don't remember that. Oh, well, he was one of the um, people that he sent back to to spy on Absalom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. But, I mean, this is his son. Right. No, I know. He should definitely be rolling in the dirt and tearing his clothes and all kinds of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I cry when I don't get a phone call from my son. Right, right. I roll around in the dirt and tear my clothes and (laughs) scream and wail. Right. As all the people heard of the king's deep grief for his son, the joy of that day's victory was turned into deep sadness. Womp, womp. Yeah, I mean, yay, we won, but, ooh, the king's son. Yeah, it's not like they couldn't have stopped it. I know, it's true. I mean, I'm just saying, they even attempted to kind of stop it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, the one guy was like, I'm not doing it. Yeah, but then Joab was like, nah, man, nah. <laughs> right. This guy burnt my fucking barley field. Yeah. They crept back into town that day as though they were ashamed and had deserted in battle. I mean, they crept back into town because they're worried that David's going to fucking murder them. Behead them left and right. Yeah. The king covered his face with his hands and kept on crying, oh, my son Absalom. Oh, Absalom, my son, my son. That's some serious yeah. crying he's it's, doing there. He's crying. Then Joab went to the king's room and said to him, We saved your fucking life today. <laughs> and the lives of your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your raped concubines. I added the word raped. Got it, yeah. They were. Right. Yet you act like this, making us feel ashamed of ourselves, you asshole. Well, he did ask you to spare Absalom. I I'm mean, just saying. Yeah, he like, did. He did. 
That so, was like his one thing that he said. The only thing he said was "Go easy on him, yo." Right. That's, I and, mean, he's an asshole. He's trying to kill me and steal my throne, but he's still my son. Right. And you guys definitely did not go easy on right. him. Right. So I mean, if I was Joab, I'd be like quiet. Right. You no, know, I wouldn't be like. I wouldn't be confronting him. Like, get over get it. Get your shit together. You seem to love those who hate you and hate those you love who love you. Wow, that's very critical. That's harsh. Yeah. And whether it's true or not, it's kind of irrelevant. Right. He literally just lost his son. Can you not? I feel like Joab is a little, like, he's feeling he's his oats He's feeling here. his oats. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a little bit, he's being uppity. Yeah. He needs to, he needs to calm his own tits. Yeah. It seems that as if Absalom had lived and all of us had died, you would be pleased. I, I don't get that sense. I think no. he'd be equally upset. He's just upset that his fucking son died. I think Dude. that... I think that if you guys all died and his son lived, he would be just as upset. I feel like he was in a no-win situation. He's going to cry no matter what because right. he didn't want either his son or his people to die. Right. But at the end of the day, he did send his people out to take Absalom. So, I mean... Right. He can't be mad exactly. Right. But, well, he doesn't quite know exactly what okay, happened but either. So. He knows that he was killed in battle. Right. So... Right. But he doesn't know he was dangling by his fucking hair and Joab right. stabbed him, though. But I'm just saying, like, somebody somebody was going to die and it was either going to be all of his men or Absalom. And either way, David was going to be very upset. But not at that point. Like, at that point, he could have saved, his men would have been fine and he could have saved Absalom. I guess. I don't know. Because they were already routing the, the Israelites at that point. I guess. It just feels to me like Joab needs to shut the fuck up. Well, he definitely, he definitely needs to shut the fuck up because he's about to get himself killed. Maybe. You know, if he says the wrong thing. Now go out there and congratulate your fucking troops. So I swear by the Lord that if you don't go out, not a single one of them will remain here tonight, asshole. Then you will be worse off than ever before. Yeah. Shut up, Joab. Jesus. Right. And Joab's, I think Joab's like gunning to take his job here. I think Joab's he's like, like... if you don't get out there and do it, I'm going to do it. Or, no, I don't think he's trying to steal the kingship. I think he's just like... If you keep mourning, then everybody's going to tell you how it happened. And maybe if we could just hurry up and get past this, you'll never <laughs> right, know. Right, right. That's, That's what I think. So the king went out and took his seat at the town gate. And as the news spread throughout the town that he was there, everyone went to him. Meanwhile, the Israelites who had supported Absalom fled to their homes. As well they should. Right, yeah. But they fled to their homes. They didn't flee the city. They were just like, oh, I'm going to sit this party out. Right. So that's cool. They yeah. weren't like totally afraid. Right. They don't know that their heads could be on the line. Right, right. And throughout all the tribes of Israel, there was much discussion and argument going on. The people were saying, the king rescued us from our enemies and saved us from the Philistines. But Absalom chased him out of the country. Now Absalom, whom we anointed to rule over us, is dead. Why not ask David to come back and be our king again? <laughs> I, um, I think he just kind of just took over. He, he's still your king, right? But they they're saying that we anointed this guy, and you know, you know, we removed David as our king. So now maybe we should you guys reanoint David? Okay, this is like this is like if the South is like you know in America is like, well, we totally fucking lost, and now the North is back again, and why don't we make them be our president? No, right. you, don't, you don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. You lost. Right. You fucking lost. Yeah. The winner is the winner, and the winner rules. The end. That's right. the way that goes. Right. Sucks to be you, I guess, but, you know, you don't get to be like, hmm, you won. I wonder if I should make you my leader. Right. The fact that he won makes him your leader. Right. Right. I mean, I don't know. Am I crazy? Am I getting it wrong? No, I, I think that's correct. Okay. Yeah. 
Then King David sent Zadok and Abiathar, the priests, to say to the elders of Judah, Why are you the last ones to welcome the king back into his palace? For I have heard that all Israel is ready. You are my relatives, my own tribe, my own flesh and blood. So why are you the last fucking ones to welcome back the goddamn king? Weren't they the ones that were working for Absalom or something? I thought that they were working for David as spies. Oh, that could be, yeah. And David told them to tell Amasa, Since you are my own flesh and blood like Joab, may God strike me and even kill me if I do not appoint you as commander of my army in his place. How about nobody strikes God dead? How about about God God doesn't strike anybody dead? May God strike me if I don't appoint you. How about just you're appointed? (laughs) Right. Yeah. You could just say, guess what, guys? I'm appointing this bastard over here. Right, like, right. You don't have to say, may God strike me dead if I don't appoint you. Right, you just do it. Just appoint him. You're king. It's good to be king. It's good to be the king. Then Amasa convinced all the men of Judah, and they responded unanimously. They sent word to the king, return to us and bring back all who are with you. So the king started back to Jerusalem. Okay. And when he arrived at the Jordan River, the people of Judah came to Gilgal to meet him and escort him across the river. All right. Sounds like we're about to wrap up this happy story, yeah, right? Yeah, it's all good, right? Shammai, son of Gera, the man from Behurim and Benjamin, hurried across with the men of Judah to welcome King David. A thousand other men from the tribe of Benjamin were there with him, including Ziba, the chief servant of the house of Saul, and Ziba's 15 sons and 20 servants. They rushed down to the Jordan to meet they the king. They have more servants than they have sons? Yeah. Jesus. Well, that's a servant per child. So one servant to take care of each child. Plus, let's see, a gardener, a cook, a housekeeper. I don't know who the what the other two are for. that's ridiculous. That's like, I mean, that's just <laughs> fucking overkill. Uh, even, fuck? even one slave is overkill. Well, yeah, but, but I'm I, just saying. Like, I'm like, I'm trying to assign them each duties. So you've got 20, right? Yeah. So 15 sons, that's... One servant per child. Sure, right? the guy so 15 and his wife. are taken care of. The guy and okay. his wife. Okay. Oh, those are the other two. Okay. Right. Yeah. And cook, groundskeeper. Maybe he even has daughters. I don't know. We can't ever tell them these Oh, they don't need books, servants. So. They can just cry oh, yeah, that's in their right. beds. They basically and... are servants, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. They crossed the shallows of the Jordan to bring the king's household across the river, helping him in every way they could. David's mercy to Shammai. Oh, that's a new section. Oops. <laughs> It's not highlighted. It's not. <laughs> well, now we know. Now we know. That's not my fault. It's all right. This is just right. bad. We're, we're badly taking, done. I mean, yeah, whatever. It's all so bad. that's a headline, and that's about to happen. Okay. Sorry he's, for the he's spoiler. Got, he's got some mercy coming. coming. To some guy named Shemai. Yeah, that. Shemai. Or a place. Shemai. Or, you know, an area or his tribe or I think Shemai is a guy. Okay. The guy Shemai. The guy Shemai, huh? As the king was about to cross the river, Shemai fell down before him. See? Oh, no. Yeah. I was right. Yeah. My lord, the king, please forgive me, he pleaded. Forget the terrible thing your surgeon... Surgeon. Surgeon. (laughs) Forget the terrible thing your servant did when you left Jerusalem. May the king put it out of his mind. I know how much I sinned. He's saying, I was bad. Please don't kill me. All right. That is why I've come here today, the very first person in all Israel to greet my lord, the king. Then Abishai, son of Zariah, said, Shammai should die, for he cursed the Lord's anointed king. Wow. But, I mean, he's being brave and saying, yep, I so fucked fucked up. up. I was wrong. You were right. You're pretty. I'm ugly. Please don't kill me. Yeah. I don't want to leave. And you can't, like, go around killing all the Israelites. They're going to be your 
your subjects. Not so. only that, but it's like you if you show mercy to this guy, then all the other people will love you all the more. Right, yeah, show some goodwill, man. Yeah, yeah. Who asked your opinion, you sons of Zariah? David exclaimed. <laughs> I need that on a shirt. I know, right? Who asked your opinion, you son of Zariah? <laughs> son of a bitch. Like, yeah. You son of Zariah. Oh, my gosh. Why have you become my fucking adversary today? This is not the day for execution. For today, I am once again the motherfucking king of Israel. Hell, yeah. Then, turning to Shammai, David vowed, your life will be spared. That was nice of him. That was nice of him. Yeah. We kind of saw that coming. Right. So, I mean, because of the, the title. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. It's all sorry. good. It's all good. I fucked that up. That was all me, my lord, my king. I apologize for reading the headline. <laughs> can I still live here? Yes, yes, can I may. still? Can I still cook dinners for you and yeah, be your wife? Of course. Whatever. <laughs> we order out as often as we cook dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Now Mephibosheth. That is so hard to say. Yeah. Say it. Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth. It's hard, right? It is. Do you want this job now? I no. Okay, I was just checking. Yeah. So I still have this job. You still have that job. Because it's hard. It's hard work. Wife keeps her job, headline. <laughs> Husband shows mercy. <laughs> now Mephibosheth. Saul's grandson came down from Jerusalem to meet the king. He had not cared for his feet, trimmed his beard, or washed his clothes since the day the king left Jerusalem. Mm. Why didn't you come with me, Mephibosheth? The king asked him. Mephibosheth replied, My lord the king, my servant Ziba deceived me. I told him, Saddle my donkey so I can go with the king. For as you know, I am crippled. Ziba has slandered me by saying that I refused to come. Oh, I remember that. But I know that my lord, the king, is like an angel of God, so do what you think is best. All my relatives and I could expect only death from you, my lord, but instead you have honored me by allowing me to eat at your own table. What more can I ask? That's, yeah. Yeah. He's, right. saying, he's like, it's up to you, man. Right. You know the deal. You yep. know who I am. Right. I owe you everything. I wouldn't betray you. Zeba was a dick. Right. You've said enough, David replied. I've decided that you and Zeba will divide your land equally between you. Give him hmm. all of it, Mephibosheth said. I'm content just to have you safely back again, my lord the king. Yeah. He's like, I'm not taking anything you know, that's above and beyond what I'm allowed to live. Right, right. I don't ever want it said. Yeah. Barzillai of Gilead had come down from Rogalim to escort the king across the Jordan. He was very old, 80 years of age, and very wealthy. He was the one who had provided food for the king during his stay in Manaheim. No, Mahan, Mahanaim. Okay. Manaheim. I like that better. <laughs> Come across with me and live in Jerusalem, the king said to Barzillai. I will take care of you there. No, he replied. I am far too old to go with the king to Jerusalem. I'm 80 fucking years old today. Yeah. And I can no longer enjoy anything. Plus, he's rich. He's got, you know, everything. So. I hope when I'm 80 that I'm not beyond enjoying anything. Right. Yeah. I will always like stickers and glitter <laughs> and Sharpies, even when I'm 80, I hope. Right. Food and wine are no longer tasty, and I cannot hear the singers as they sing. Mm. I would only be a burden to my lord, the king. He just needs to go swimming, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Or go ride a horse. You can right. still ride a horse when totally. you're 80. Right. Not that I like horse riding. I don't like horses. Right, right. But, you know, I don't wish harm on them. Right. Or people who ride them, whatever. Yeah. 
Just go across the fucking Jordan River with the king is all the honor I need. Then let me return again to die to my own town where my father and mother are buried. He's a grouchy, cranky old man. Sounds like it, yeah. But here is your servant, my son Kenum. Let him go with the lord, the king, and receive whatever you want to give him. Right. Good, the king agreed. Yeah. Kenum will go with me, and I will help him in any way you would like, and I will do for you anything you want. I mean, I'll take a massage because I'm fucking old. <laughs> Maybe you could have a woman sit on me and hump me because I ain't fucking her. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. I'm old. I'm an old man. What do I want? I don't like nothing. Right. He doesn't like nothing. So. I don't like nothing. Yeah. So all the people crossed the Jordan with the king. After David had blessed Barzillai and kissed him, Barzillai returned to his own home. Then the king then crossed over to Gilgal, taking Kinnam with him. Okay. All the troops of Judah and half the troops of Israel escorted the king on his way. But all the men of Israel complained to the king, uh, the men of Judah stole the king and didn't give us the honor of helping take you, your household, and all your men across the Jordan. Uh, Seriously? We, we wanted to help you, and you let them help you, and that's uh, petty fucks. Right. The men of Judah replied, uh, the king is one of our own kinsmen. Why should this make you angry? Right. We haven't eaten any of the king's food or received any special favors. Besides, you fuckers are the ones that were just at war with him. Yeah, I know. So, whatever. So, I don't know. Eat my ass, man. Shut right? it. Right? Yeah. But there are ten tribes in Israel, the others replied. So we have ten times as much right to the king as you do. But what you... What right do oh. you have to treat us with such res- b- 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 contempt? I hate these people sometimes these people are fickle fucks They're like we hated you yesterday but today why the fuck didn't you give us all the glory god damn it we want to love you why won't you let us love we're gonna kill you right right we're gonna kill you since you didn't let us love you <laughs> what you this is where incels are related okay <laughs> these these people are just weird they are weird Weren't we the first to speak of bringing him back to be our king again? Yes, after you fucking rejected him, assholes! Right? Oh my god. The argument continued back and forth, and the men of Judah spoke even more harshly than the men of Israel. It's already fucking done. It's done. They already did it. It's already done. What does it fucking matter at this point? I don't know. Like, what do they want? But it's done. It's over. The end of that chapter. They want a fucking blood sacrifice from the tribe of Judah or something or what? They want another war. These guys are not happy unless they're warring. Even amongst each other. Just stop fucking fighting, guys. Just stop. Just calm down for two seconds and enjoy your fucking wine. Right. And your bread. I don't think the king wants to hear you bitching about not being able to carry his shit. He's going to be like, he's going to be like, fuck off, man. He's like... He's the anti-Oprah, and you carry my shit, and you carry my shit, and you carry my shit, and you clean my shit. You know what? If I was David, I'd be like, you know what? You're right. You didn't get to help. Take that shit, pull it back across the river, and then bring it back across, okay? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you guys get to share in the glory. Everybody's happy. Right. Whatever. All's good. Okay? Mm-hmm. No heads get And then I don't want to hear another fucking neck. word about it. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what you tell your kid? You keep arguing, I'm going to make you go back up the stairs and walk down again without stomping. Right. Like, oh, remember when our kid was like four or five and used to slam doors? And so we would make make him um, go open and shut the door ten times without (laughs) slamming it. Oh, he used to hate that shit. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, he did. He used to hate it. Yeah. You don't slam doors in my house. No. You got practice if that's the way you're going to do it. Right, right. That's what that's what he needs to do. He needs to make him go open and close the door ten times. Yeah. Nicely and quietly without slamming I, it. I mean, seriously, I would have him take all my shit, yeah. go back across the river, and then bring it back across the river. And there you go. Yeah. It helped. Done. 
great. Now get over it and move on. And, and shut the fuck up. We got plenty of other shit to argue about. There's still some loose, I don't know, Philistines and Canaanites and what the yeah, fuck ever. Yeah. Go fight them. Go fight them. And we'll the probably guys. be at war again in another year or two because yeah. you know, that's just what we do. Right. Do we have to start today, though? Right. Can we just skip a week or two? Just a week. I mean, I still, I'm still mourning my son. Yeah. You know? Like, cut me some slack here, guys. That that you guys made king, assholes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's dead because of you fuckers. So. I mean, honestly. Yeah. So, yeah, that was Second Samuel chapter 19. And then tomorrow we're going to be doing... Second Samuel chapter 20. All right. We'll see you guys then. Boy. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 